Hi guys, you're listening to episode 9 of Free Your Mind and um, I'm Donald and I'm joined by Benji, Yo. V, Hi. and our special guest, Nanoma. Hello. Nanoma, tell us how you're doing. I'm good. Okay, how's your week going? Uh, my week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember what I've done all week. Okay. Uh, so that not much work. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. So you guys are good. It's about work. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get into um, our first segment of the day. Um, it's free your mind frenzy. For those who don't know what that is, it's a segment where we discuss briefly discuss stories from Ghana and across the African continent. And today we have an interesting lineup, actually. So the first thing we're going to talk about is a story that came from, you know, Nigeria, mm. where, you know, the road safety organization had to discipline a senior commander because he was filmed cutting the hair of female officers what? as punishment. And um, it reminds me of one when, you know, secondary school, oh, where yeah. girls had to cut their hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of that. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, how does that make you feel though when you have to catch your hair? Oh, I never had to cut. You didn't have to. No, no, my I did. Um, so it was. It was basically they told us, okay, all black girls need to cut their hair. And then my, I mean, my parents are that type who question everything. So mm-hmm. they're. What do you mean, black girls? Why, why, why? What about the white kids, the mm-hmm. mixed race kids? They're like they don't look nice with short hair. Wait, what? That was the reason someone. Yeah, yeah. They no, said they. Th- that's what actually what they said. That's what the school said. Yeah, um, I'm as shocked as you are. White and mixed race kids don't look nice with short hair. It's like because of their hair texture, it's not nice when it's short. What hair texture? So why are they making excuses for them? Yeah, that's that's that was the problem. So my dad was like, okay, no, then she's not cutting her hair. So they suspended me for two weeks. Bruh. After two weeks, <laughs> after two weeks, I went back to school um, with newly permed hair in braids. They're like, "You're disrespectful." Another Ooh. two weeks, my dad was like, "Stay at home for another two weeks." Mm. But then it was becoming ridiculous. So we tried to find a different school, um, but because of the the time period, like mm-hmm. schools weren't accepting new students. Mm. Okay. So I had to cut my hair. So oh. what was interesting was that. Like pictures of this were officially posted on the their website. Mm. Yeah. You know, as hair, fingernails, and uh, I don't know something inspection. So, so they thought it was okay. Yeah. So they, yeah. So basically, the organization thought it was okay. They put it out there, and then you know, sparked outrage. And um, they have guidelines for you know how females should keep their hair. And apparently, his actions were you know, far off. I mean, no one needs to tell you that his actions were far yeah. off. He yeah. took scissors and cut my hair. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not my parent. Why are you, why do you feel it's necessary? Feel, like, these are adult women. Mm-hmm. Adult yeah, women. Yeah, these are adult women, yeah. Come on, man. that is, that's a violation of them. Yeah, that there should be certain procedures, proper procedures that should be followed mm. before even thinking about doing such a thing. Because, yeah, uh, for one thing, I don't even understand why it was even broadcast. Yeah, it was put out there. Yeah, they put it on their official, official social media pages. Yeah, that's yeah, that's act. I don't think it was even necessary mm-hmm. because now, you know, it's it's an act of humiliation. Yeah, but more so, it's very disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, I'm not one to talk, but I just feel that they're all adults, and I think that they had a right to not be treated that way. 
to stand up for themselves. Exactly. But because like they just stood there and let this man cut their hair. Yeah, I guess. I mean, because what they're scared. They could lose their jobs. Yeah. Yeah, what else could they do? Yeah, that's always the problem. Who are you going to report to? Exactly. And also, there's that whole... um, They've done it to people, you know, people before you. So So why are you complaining? Why are you complaining? That's always a problem. Uh, Isn't that mentality in boarding school? No, it's everywhere. Yeah, but then it happens, you know, in so many places. everywhere. these parts, so, yeah. Okay. Ridiculous. Anyway, moving on to our next uh, story, um, and this is from Ghana. Mm-hmm. So, a former moderator of the Presbyterian Church of Ghana, <coughs> very reverend Professor Emmanuel Mate. <laughs> yeah. So he came out and he's linked uh, recent adolescent suicide cases to you know a lack of moral and ethical training. So I'm just going yeah. to read his statement. Right. And that's what he says. It is time now for university education to show that it values moral health and ethical well-being as much as it does intellectual health and academic well-being. Yeah, so what do you guys think about the statement? Honestly, we're not serious in this country. Like, it's... it's <laughs> people, young people are killing themselves at an, at an alarming rate, and mm-hmm. this is what you have to say for it. Mm-hmm. We need to teach moral... Moral what? Yeah, so basically he's saying that those guys are wrong for taking their lives, mm. irrespective of whatever reason it was. That's like the whole that they took their lives. Social, not social, what's it? Mental health. Yeah, it's mental health. It's yeah. a mental it's health a mental problem, health. and you're yeah. saying we should teach them what more morality Mor- and ethics. Yeah. yeah, it's like so, when you go to tell someone you're depressed, and then they tell you, no, no, you just need to pray. You like, need to pray. Yeah. So, what? from a Christian standpoint, is it um, moral? Is it wrong to take your life, your own life? I don't know. Do you believe that it's wrong? Do I believe it's wrong to take no, your own life? Thing, that's a different thing. Um, yeah. But from a Christian standpoint, yeah. to be honest, I would, I'm the worst person to ask. But I think, I think yeah. in the Bible, yeah. well, actually, um, if I say it in the Bible, I don't know. I think, I, I think I've heard it being mentioned that it's a sin. It's a sin to, to commit take suicide. Your, yeah, to commit suicide. So that could. So since he's a reverend, maybe that's where his that's his point of view. That's where it's coming from. You no, still he's no. saying that yeah, from that point of view, you, you shouldn't take your life. It's morally wrong. Yeah, but then if you go to if you t- uh, tell young people it's a sin to to kill yourself, you've not you've not done anything. You've yeah. not solved anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because there's still a lot of ignorance when it comes to mental health in this country. Mm-hmm. That is an understatement. Yeah. Like it's. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I think the problem in this country is that Christianity has become a commodity. It's become something that gives most people their bread and butter. As a result, most um, most religious figures at least the ones that I know of that are not doing a good job, they are more focused on gaining followers than shepherding them. Mm. I'm not sure if I'm putting it right. They are more focused on spreading their word than the right word. I I have a teacher called Esther Alma. She always emphasizes on this phrase, you know, tell a story, but tell the right story. And I feel that as a Christian Mm. or as an ambassador for Christ you are there to shepherd 
is flock. You are there to win souls. But when you do things like this, you're no not really helping. You're not really helping anyone. You're only helping yourself. Yeah. And whilst people are dying, you are getting more money to fill in your pockets. Mm. And that's a problem we have, I, or I've noticed in Ghana. Yeah. We don't, we don't have the right leaders, or we don't have the more... I'm trying to find the right word. The more um, passionate ones, the more sympathetic ones to right. us. So yeah, because it's crazy to me how like how can that be his response to what's going on? Yeah, you know because there's a larger mental issue. Like Ghana, we don't take it seriously at all. I've at been all. to Pantang before. I've been to the Accra Psychiatric Hospital. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the you know um, the systems in place. There are no support systems in place. Even even the few ones that you have, there's a lot of question marks there. You understand? Because you don't even have to go far to the, like the, to Pantai and all Mm -hmm. that. Like your family, your own family. You understand me? The how do they perceive? Uh, mental health, you know, yeah. there's there's a false perception of understanding. There's of, a lot of stigma. Yeah, there's stigma. There's yeah. a like someone can be depressed and um, they'll tell their friend, and their friend would be like, "Oh, you're just sad. You're overreacting. Exactly. Get get over yeah. it." That's the false perception of understanding. You understand? Mm. People think that oh, it's it's sadness. You know, it's a, it's a sadness. You should be able to get to it. You know, people say things like "happy yourself." <laughs> You know, and you are going through severe trauma mentally. Yeah. You, you feel inadequate in so many ways, and you know people yeah, say these things. People like this pastor are not helping because already there's this huge stigma surrounding yeah. it, yeah. and he's obviously got followers, yeah. right? Yeah. And then so the pe- people already think all sorts of things about mental illness, mm-hmm. and then he adds this, so then it's like they're solidified in their views. Exactly. He's a, he's so, a, he's a public he's figure. He's, yeah. And it's People all like every him. day yeah. you hear about some pastor yeah. saying something just so... It makes me question them, like... Um, I mean, there is something... There, the comment that um, you made earlier, uh, there is also a sense of misunderstanding because... For example, when le- people say that I've been charged for sexual assault, make a guess. What's the first thing a stranger would think about? Okay. If, if, they, if they hear that I've been charged for sexual assault, what do you think they will have? What, what idea do you think they will have of me? Can you make a guess? Um, well, it's going to be negative, like whether you did it or not. Yeah, but I know about what kind. You know what they'll say? They'll say, oh, then this guy must have raped somebody. Automatically, they'll link it to rape. But then that's not the case. Over here, when somebody has mental illness and all, oh, then, like he said earlier, maybe it's just depression or this and that. And it's worse because he's also a leader. Mm -hmm. And he has people that are listening to him, not just through TV, but through other forms of social media. And if you don't take something like this seriously, others won't. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I feel like it's a bit obvious. If we have a bad, you know, perception, if we are of mental health, mm-hmm. and we are not addressing it the right way, then we are basically forcing these people to actually take their lives because that's when that's because they're when not it getting happens. help from yeah, anyone because they help. go home, tell their parents, their parents to tell them they're overreacting, yeah. get over it all of that or maybe if it's something worse like maybe bipolar disorder or any of these other things you just say 
I've heard people say it's like witches, like witchcraft. Witch or you, you, you yeah. did something, you you sinned, and then this is your punishment. Mm, you yeah. know, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. But the 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 case that happened like here in USD, mm-hmm. I think um, the girl's dad came out and said that parents should pray for their children. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. as a way of like, yeah, that's a solution. I mean, yeah, it's fine, can be, but then is that the ultimate solution? Like, I just like there was no mention of. Can we talk to these kids? Can we find yeah. out if they are okay? And, and you know, there's, some, there's something that, you know, my pastor, and I also have him as a mentor, Joshua Bing, he says that the problem is that we don't tell people our issues. We don't communicate. And in a country like this, it's not easy. No, it's not. You know, there's social perceptions. There also, also the psychological perceptions as well. People don't make it easy to come out and say, this is a problem. This is what I have. Uh, I have issues with being addicted to pornography. I have issues with being addicted to masturbation. I have issues with being addicted to this. The first step is always letting someone know. But we all know Ghanaians. Yeah. When you say yeah. that, then you're going to get judged. People yeah. will look at you differently. And that's why there's always... Um, a certain group of people that tend to keep a lot of things to themselves. But, up, yeah. mm-hmm. but then those are the type of people that tend to that tend to be shunned. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, he he's not honest. He does this. He does that. You you go to one of these local churches. I went there two weeks ago, and because by accident I, I didn't greet. You know, usually when you walk, where you're supposed to greet. I was late. Mm-hmm. And there was just a lady at the gate there. And then I had gone with a friend of, or apparently one of my sister's mentees. Okay. So when I sat there, was, she shook my hand and like, why didn't you greet the person? And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Sorry, I, I, I forgot to greet him. I didn't know. Are you sure? You didn't even pick my bag when we were coming out of the door. I'm like, okay, okay, no problem. Okay, you see, so it's it's that kind of social um, foundation right. that we've set for ourselves, and then they say this is a, the standard that you have to you know, fulfill. If you don't, then you're not one of us. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. crazy. Okay, so um, that's it for Free of Mind Frenzy for today. But uh, we're going to speaking about stigma and um, false perceptions. We're going to get into our main topic for today. And that's sexual harassment in Ghana. And um, it goes both ways, but, you know, it's safe to say that, you know, it's disproportional to women. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So how do you guys uh, feel about sexual harassment? Maybe not disproportional, just that guys think that they're not getting harassed. So there's no, probably no statistics for them because they don't come forward to yeah, talk about yeah, it. But yeah. I'm pretty sure guys are getting harassed just as much as girls are getting harassed. Right, Benji. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, um, yes, ma'am. All right. So basically, right, there are two. I think there are two national acts that address sexual harassment. I think one of them is the Domestic Violence Act, and then the other one is the Labour Law. I think. And um, but while these, they they don't they don't explicitly like explicitly talk about sexual harassment like it's just they just talk about um uh, prohibition towards um 
general discrimination mm-hmm. issues. You know, there are no specific guidelines to deal with sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I feel like that's where the problem stems from because in the workplace, I'm on the road, wherever, you understand? Like, people do not understand what sexual harassment is and it's not enforced mm-hmm. as to say that, yeah, this is what sexual harassment is. So if this person does that, they are sexually harassing this person. So you need to enforce that. I don't think we have enough of that. No. Of course we don't have enough of that. I mean, there was also a story of a policeman literally kissing a girl. Yeah. He, he, he stopped there and then kissed her. And then this girl went to complain at yeah. the police station. The police sta- the policeman just literally mocked her. Benji, we have a... Uh, she said right now. <laughs> yeah. Benji, so, we, we have you here today. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I yeah, know. Yeah. All right, so um, no, no, my, what I want to find out right now is like, uh, how far has this gone? Like so far, like the progress. Um, Keep it's us up to yeah, it's um. So I had to report him at Pips. I've forgotten the full meaning mm. of Pips, so that's where you go to report the misconduct of police officers. Mm-hmm. It's even shocking that we have that because you know these are the people that are supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but um. <coughs> So I reported him at Pips. They've mm-hmm. done their investigation. Mm-hmm. It took a little longer because he denied it over there. Um, he denied it. He changed the story. He had uh, witnesses. Are you serious? Who, oh boy! Who spoke for him and like you know they corroborated his lies. No. But um, I had a recording. So I had a recording of the confession, the begging, and the crying, mm-hmm. and all of that. Oh, so that. It saved my ass, basically. Um, but yeah, so now, so now, Pips is done with the investigation, and they are sending the report to the IGP, okay. who's going to decide what happens next, basically. So I'm waiting for that before any further action. Mm. Yeah. Well oh. done. Yes. Thank you. Somebody, other people would have just like let go by now. Yeah, uh, I couldn't do that. I mean, I I won't lie. I I think at this point I understand why people don't like see all the way through, even mm. if they start, because it's um, going from one police station to the other where they're, they're just laughing at you. Yeah. Like, this is my serious issue. I wasn't able to sleep, but you're laughing about it. Mm. And then when I finally got to the place where I could report it. Um, even before, like, they knew... They said they didn't know the police officers who were at that barrier, even though they are supposed to be part of the couture. Like, it was just a very was weird, a weird thing. Scenario. But even before... So, basically, the guy was like, okay, so this is really bad. It's awful what he did. But my sister, you know, I think you're going to have to forgive him. This is... I mean, yeah, I haven't even written because, my statement. I haven't... Yeah. You, you claim you don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. You're telling me to forgive him without... Yeah. Like, it... And this makes How me, do I just this, this let makes it me go. question the process. Like, <coughs> what are the processes uh, for you know sexual harassment? If I was sexually harassed and I yeah. go to the police station, like, are there any processes that we have to follow? You know, to address that. Is it different from let's say if I was in a car crash? Is it different from let's say if I was robbed? I don't think we have these things, and I think that that's where you know, like it, it's, it, it, that's where it begins. And that's why when you go to the police station, they can, you know, make fun of you. They can laugh and, and just take it lightly because, first of all, they don't have, they don't, 
they don't deal. I don't think they deal with that on a regular basis, honestly. No, to be honest, I think that they do deal with that on a regular basis. They get they get people coming in with those complaints, and then they have them drop them because it just seemed it seemed like. Something that they've done before, they've heard it so many oh, times. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. gonna do. because yeah. you know what happened. Um, so I was able to write my statement that day. Then they yeah. told me come back tomorrow because we want you. One of our senior officers is gonna wanna like ask you some questions. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay. I get there in the morning. They put me in an office. These two officers come there. Then the guy who assaulted me like is brought into the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, it felt like an ambush. Like, what's happening here? But they were trying to act like, oh, oh, is this the guy? Is this the guy? But I'm just like, it was just, it was so obvious that it was an ambush. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, it was, it was, it was, it was, um, they let him speak. They let him go on his <coughs> knees and beg, touch me. And it was, I was just, I was losing it. But, you know, I was losing it because this I don't want to see him. Why is he, like, right in front of me? Yeah. And it was it was crazy. And then, like, so I asked to leave the room. They made him leave the room. And then they kept me there, still trying to talk me into letting it go. And I, even though I kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm not going to let this go, they're like, you think about it. Like, mm. you know, it's like they were, no. they were sure that... I would let it go. Like, I was just being a little stubborn, yeah. but eventually I was going to... Like, that's that's the impression that I got. So from that, I realized this pro- this sort of thing has been happening. Mm. Yeah. Can I add something? Mm-hmm. It's not about, you know, the police themselves having to deal with things like that happening all the time. It's about the social mentality. Well, there's that as well, yeah. Yeah, in this country... When you do something or when somebody offends you, you know, we have a tendency to have this mentality where we put all the blame on one person. And even if you are wrong about it, mm-hmm. and even if, okay, this person turns out to be innocent, mm-hmm. yeah, you are supposed to deal with it. But in your case, you were right in saying that I don't want to let it go. I need to do this. I need to do that. Mm-hmm. So they felt that, oh... You know, maybe as a woman, she's just steamed. Mm. And you know, Ghanaian women, some of them, they can be hot heads, they overreact. So you just let it go. And and no offense to you, but this is some of the things that you do, and you let guys get get away with it. He's wagging his finger. But yeah, that is a social mentality in this country. So. I can understand, mm. no, I can understand why they did it, but I will not agree with No, their I conduct. don't understand why they did it because these, if I can't go <coughs> to the police station to report sexual assault, then where can I go? Yeah. So if I'm coming to you, then that means, then what's the point of having police if we should forgive people exactly. for the things that yeah. they do to us? No, in this situation, I agree with you. I would not understand it as well. But if it were something different, like if he hadn't done that to you, let's say it was it wasn't the police at all. It was mm-hmm. just you and a friend and knowing everything, I would understand. But this is the police we're talking about. Even that I wouldn't understand. <laughs> Sorry, no. Or even that you wouldn't understand. No way. Wow. No way. No, don't touch no. me. Mm mm. 
Don't like, do they, it. They didn't try to scare you out of doing this. Yeah, that's that's why I was wondering. Did he try to scare you at all? Did he try to No, you know what happened was, so after I reported the case and I went home, that evening I got a call from the guy. Really? From the police officer, yeah. So that means they they called. They they knew who like had done it, or they knew the two officers there. So they made some calls and figured out it was him, and then they gave him my number. And then he um he called me, like oh um but I apologize that I I hear that you've gone to report me to the police, like you've gone to write a statement. Um, my sister, you have to let it go. Blah. blah. I'm just like. Why are you calling me? Wait, he called mm, you. He called me like yeah, two hours. Yeah, to let me know that he knew that I've gone to file a complaint and asking me to let it go. <laughs> Why? Wow. And then he he called me with a Tigo number, and I was just like, oh my god. So I was telling somebody, they're like, no, you need to call him back and get a confession on like on yeah, yeah on record yeah. so i downloaded you know there's an app to um record phone Your conversations phone calls, yeah. 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 called the number back the next morning it didn't exist wow yeah mm. and that you know that and then a few hours later i go to the police station and there he is mm. yeah Mm. But, but this is shady, like super shady. So, yeah. This is the police we're talking the about. Mm. Yeah. These people are supposed to protect us. Like, he felt like yeah. he was above the law. I mean, that was a smart thing you do. I mean, that was a smart thing you did. To record it. Because, yeah. listen, if I hadn't recorded it, guys, it would have just been my word against his. Mm. And he had witnesses that he brought who said they heard everything, nothing happened. I was just being questioned and I got angry and I sat in my car and I sped off. So yes. it would have listen if I didn't have it. I mean, it was funny because their stories they they couldn't get their stories straight. Straight. So it was it was it was funny listening to because any any person can figure out that they are lying. Yeah. But you can't just say oh I have the I have an instinct that you guys are lying. You need proof. I want to use my voice recorder. <laughs> Yeah, it I was, can't imagine that. Like, I, it I really crazy. don't know what I would do. That, that's very unfortunate, and, and that's uh, very yeah. inspiring. And yeah. I hear it. Yeah, you did the right thing. But then, when it comes to the issue of uh, sexual harassment, right? Um, I feel like because these, um, because it's not um, set in stone, like this, like us and what's <coughs> the guidelines for. Um, sexual harassment are not set in stone they are not out there I feel like people are subjective now for people like mm. what someone believes sexual harassment is is different from yeah, what the next person, person yeah. believes so that it like is personal you know, like, what exactly. you find acceptable to so you. there will be while you would, the, you, would, you would say that you've been sexually harassed you would go to the police station and then what, and then a lot of them, they will feel like, oh yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a cop who just kissed you on the lips. I mean, you should just for you a little, and you know, from like Benji was saying, we are socialized in a certain way, so it's like, oh yeah, yeah he's an adult, you're a kid, so you know, I just forgive him and let it go because yeah, adults, people can say things like, yeah, um, he made a mistake, he's like, he's an adult, mm-hmm. so just like, you know, let it go. Yeah, no. those are not things that I can just let go, nah. <laughs> but. Yeah, they were telling me, oh, he's he's been through enough trauma. I should I should drop the case. What kind of trauma? What trauma? No, like that's that's the part that just got me. I was like, oh my god, like he's been through trauma. Like he's just traumatized you. <laughs> no, but, but this is her. If it was me, I would have done worse. I, I I don't let things like that go very easily. Yeah. If you do something that I, I will not tolerate. No, but then Benji, mm-hmm. here's the case where. You wouldn't let it go easily, but then we are talking about 
possibly the major like the majority of the police force here backing yeah, one another. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not like you can move to the next cop and say, yeah, this guy did this. Of course, yeah. it's, it's it's practically a. Yeah, so there are a lot of people out there who feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what's the point? If I'm if I go, they're just going to defend each other. No, I did. I felt yeah. I felt I felt I felt helpless and that's why I um I took to Twitter because mm-hmm. I mean I haven't been as active on Twitter, on Twitter. as I used to be. <coughs> But and I don't really tweet personal stuff at all. But this was just—I was just sitting there. I was like, no, no, I need to get off my chest. And I, I couldn't, you know. I've had friends say, "Oh, why didn't you call me to tell me?" I'm like, "Do you know the number of phone calls I would have had to make to the number of people who yeah. feel I should have told should them?" Have told them yeah. You know, like I, it's not something I want to pick up the phone and and. and you know, just inform like all my friends. Oh, this happened. So I just venting my frustrations, and through that, I got I got lots of help. You know, I got people in my DM asking um, asking if they could help, asking like giving me phone numbers to call, like where I could go. Yeah. And then I got people like someone was talking about um, don't make trouble for yourself. Wow. Yeah, I got I got all you know, sorts. The judgments, like um, why were you out at night? Yeah, yeah, I've got what that. I've got, I got all you of know, that. Things like that. Someone yeah, asked yes. me if the cop was um, was handsome or like no, he was like, was the cop ugly? Because if he wasn't ugly, you probably wouldn't be complaining about it. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and yes, <laughs> so many things wrong. So many things. No, but why though? And then someone oh, who said, um, "You're a pretty girl. He probably couldn't resist. Just what? let it go." I'm just animal? like, you know. And this is, you know, this is the same kind of stuff you hear when, um, like, the topic of rape comes up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, what was she wearing? Like, are you? I just. Oh, she was just begging to be know. touched. She was just yeah, begging to be you know? She was asking for. It. She was she asking was for it. For it. <laughs> She put herself in a position. That's what they say. Fondled. Who says fondled anymore? People still say fondled. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But then um, let's talk about how um, social media, the role social media played in this particular case. It was Uh, massive, wasn't it? It was, was, to be honest, right, when I I, um, started writing it, when I started tweeting it, I mean... (sighs) I didn't think it was going to blow up up like that. No, I honestly didn't. I just thought people would be like, like maybe the people on my timeline would see and say, oh my God, like it's ridiculous. But Mm -hmm. then I thought that that would be it. But it was crazy, like the response. And a lot of it, I would say maybe 90% of it was very positive. But then, you know, you have the people who are going to come over you lying, Mm. you know. But um, I think that social media did play a huge, huge role because um, when I went to the police headquarters, um, Sethus Arthur was there and he was, he's the one I spoke to and he was saying, oh, I, I hear you've taken it to Twitter. So that was, I mean, yeah, he so didn't then, go far. Yeah. He, he just mentioned it. But um, but then was he saying in a way as to suggest that once you've taken it to Twitter, like, it means, yeah. No, like basically it's like, um, how do how do I put it? It's like ruined the fossil. No, no, like 
I got the sense. Because I mean, because he he's a PR, yeah. you know, so he, obviously he, he doesn't say, want. He did suggest that you didn't need to do that. Yeah, like he he no, he suggested he he said he didn't understand why, <laughs> why I went to the yeah. media, but you know, it I didn't go to the media for redress mm-hmm. of the situation. I went there to tell the story, to let people know how it has progressed and what's happening, like now at that at, at this current stage. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised. I mean. Basically, what I got from what he said was um, he would have preferred it to be hush-hush. Nobody knows about exactly, it. Yeah. But then that's the problem. I mean, fine, it doesn't help him because he has a lot of like stuff to clean up. But the, the women in this country are going through all these things. Yeah. And it's being done to them by police officers. Pushed under the rug. like Yeah. And you want me to be hush about it. I was, I, I was very... I was... I was very disappointed in his statement. It was I was shocked actually. Like everybody in the studio was just like, "How can you say that? Mm. Does he have not have daughters? Does he not have a wife? Like yeah, because he just kept stressing on the fact that he sympathized with me, and he did. He sympathized with me fine. So does it mean that? Okay, so it's okay. But she just at the same time, quiet. was he trying to protect the police officer? Did you think he was trying to do that? No, I mean, he asked me if I wanted to let the case go, and I was like, no. And he's like, okay, then. Then he gave me like a contact at Pips. So I oh, thought so that, that was an option. To let it go. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah he was like, he was putting yeah, that on the table, yeah, hoping that you would bite. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, if I want to let it go, then, oh. then okay. But then, if I don't want to let, if I don't want to let it go, here's a number you can call for Pips. I'm actually shocked that that was an option. Oh, yeah, my you know, really should not even be like to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, it's, it's just yeah. But then the thing is, if I've managed to get to your office, you should know I'm not trying to let it go. I wouldn't come and see you because mm-hmm. oh, I'm letting it go. If I'm letting it go, I'm going home to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I don't know. It's just it's. I don't. I don't even know why I was surprised that like they were, they, they were trying to cover it up or that um, mm-hmm. like the the guy's friends, like fellow f- police officers, were yeah. trying to help him cover it up. Like I just, I don't know why I was surprised. Partners in crime. Yeah, bro- I don't like. I just. Of, oh yeah, you know, one of our own is one of one of our own is messing up. So yeah, let's cover it up and you know keep him safe, sure. keep him in a job. So, um, yeah, because you know, when he, he like that's the thing, he was talking about when he was begging, he was like, This is um, he, he this is his only job, this is all he knows how to do. If if um, he loses his job, he doesn't know what he's gonna do. I'm just well, like, you have why did he think about that before? Like, I just like, it's sexual harassment is a big issue in, 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 I mean, let's say in Ghana, this yeah. is where we live, yeah. like, it's. In the workplace, especially, yeah, I've I've had I've had instances. I've had instances where um, I was telling you earlier, yeah. um, I was understudying under I was understudying a relationship officer, and every time I want to go to the bathroom, he he would tell me, "Oh, I can go with you. I can take your panties off what? for you." Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I can go with you. I can take your panties off for you. Another place, um, half my pay was being kept every month because the, the the owner of the business wanted me to sleep with him before no, he'd give me out. my money. Um, 
it, it happens. It happens a lot. It, it, it's ridiculous. It's, it, I said I've said ridiculous like a hundred times. Already. Like <laughs> I can't stop it? saying yeah. it. Yeah, like, no, but no, but it's true. It's we 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 go through so much. It's it's you no know, things like this kind of they break my heart and make me lose them because yeah. because it it, it it paints guys or it paints Ghanaian men mm-hmm. in a bad image and, right. and because of their actions it gives us guys a bad name yeah. mm. so I feel for you yeah I really do I wish that the you know they can the, come, yeah, come to a resolution yeah. and the individuals you met would have been a lot better than these people yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I feel like the, the, putting it on social media like seriously hands it really up it got you the links the, the numbers the contacts you needed to take the case on to keep yeah. it like I would not know the, where to, to get the information yeah. like I didn't yeah. know pips yeah. I didn't, I didn't know, know yeah, yeah, neither did <laughs> I. like who are you yeah. reporting it to like there's, uh, there's power in when people talk about mm. stuff like yes. people unite and talk sure, about something yeah. so and that was what that was what, what social media showed and mm-hmm. it's good that you know we're able to get that yeah it was really it was really cool the amount of support that I got yeah yeah Yay. Yay. Yeah, you're into wins. social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't just waste our time on Twitter. You huh? know. <laughs> okay, um, so before we wrap this up, um, our final segment of today is... Um, um, what's our final segment of today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at Blackstar. So in the Blackstar segment, we recognize the significant achievement of you know Africans, Ghanaians and Africans alike. Mm-hmm. And today... We have one in Edward and Info who just yes. who just got confirmed as you know the new editor, editor for, for British Vogue. Vogue. Yeah, British Vogue. You go. Which was really dope. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, big ups to him, huh? Big ups to him, putting Ghana on the map even more than just the athletes. So yes, <laughs> it's usually athletes. Huh? Yes, it's usually athletes. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the last last non-athletic win was probably um, what's that guy? That guy that does the suits. Oscar Oswald Oswald Barting. Barting. Barting, yeah. yeah. Other than those, I can't really think of anything non-athletic. Yeah. Mm. And so, not yeah. too many of them. So yeah, this is huge. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's been a great show, guys. Um, Nanama, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, yeah, V, Benji, yep. thank you for helping me. No worries, bro. <laughs> 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 okay guys, so if you haven't done so already, please follow us on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind. Follow us on Instagram at the Gold Coast Report, on Facebook the Gold Coast Report. And you can also send us emails. I mean if you have something to say to Nanoma, shoot us an email. G- um, GC um, Free Your Mind as the Gold Coast Report. Oh I nearly messed up. Well yeah, free your mind at the Gold Coast Report and um, yeah, see you guys uh, next week. Bye guys. Peace. Everything make that give you got to My life they pass my eye top Everything I see be like I do It's all starting to make sense And if it's a dream I don't wanna wake up soon
My guy, what you they like? Uh, and don't say very soon. Say, go get what you like. Uh, For me, I got what I love. Say, oh, I got what I want. Uh, but since nobody that's smooth, say, if you get what you want, uh, your stress go to the juice. Why do they work you this smart? Uh, more money go count. Say, more parties go count. Where's uh, I'm gonna make you go smart? Say, and I be chilling around uh, after working so hard. Say, my dream my stuff, but uh, it's fine. I love mine. Everything uh, make like if you got to. Uh, 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 uh,